My name is Dominique Drew, and this is The Art of Attraction, the premier podcast to elevate your relationships, your life, and yourself. I'm your host, Dominique Drew, an intuitive, a spiritual guide, and a seasoned expert in men's relationship coaching. I've used the methods in this podcast to completely transform my own life and relationships, and now, high performers in every industry hire me to help them do the same. Here, you will learn how to solve the issues in your inner world which keep you from real fulfillment, deep intimacy, freedom, and authenticity. Welcome to the next stage of your evolution. Hopefully you're able to hear everything clearly and we're coming through great. So hi, my name is Dominique Drew. This is my first time on the air. This is Radical Intimacy with Dominique Drew, and I'm here with my fantastic co-host, Josh. Good evening. Josh is brilliant at everything. That is what his resume says. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it does. That's my CV. Yeah, I may have written it for him, or I may have just mocked him terribly for writing it himself (laughs) and being that guy. So hey, everybody. This is, as I said, my very first show. This is a little bit of a test episode. We're not, as you can see, we're kind of working through some, uh, some kinks, if you will. We're in beta. We're in beta. We're in beta. We're in beta testing mode. Or beta, if you're weird. Beta. I'm not weird. <laughs> I'm amazing. <laughs> That's just a general rule. Um, so, uh, if you ever want to, your volume you can go up just a bit. Okay. Um. So we're working out a few of the little Bear ins, with ins and outs. You, you don't want me to sing a theme song. <gasps> so. Would you? Do, 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 do. Well, technical difficulties, you know, plays. That is really, yeah, yeah. like the, the um, NBC Peacock with the broken, <laughs> the wrench in his hand. <laughs> <laughs> I may have watched all of 30 Rock a couple times. <laughs> um, so anyway, my name is Domini. This is Radical Intimacy and welcome. So I have a couple of ideas for this show and where I want to go with it and things that I want to do. Um, My field of expertise is actually in sex and relationships. I run a coaching business. I help single men attract a life partner through personal relationship coaching. And I do not do that by um, introducing them to people or by having sex with them. It's amazing how often I get asked that question. Rather, what I do is I help men see how they're holding themselves back from what they want. So it's a process of self-discovery and mindset management that shows you what you're doing unconsciously that's keeping you from uh, reaching what you're, what, you're, what you're wanting. I do it around um, sex and relationships and intimacy. So men who, who are ready for women to... Uh, a real for, woman. For real race, huh? For a real woman. For a real woman, exactly. And not that, you know, not real women are bad because they're out there and they're great. Thank you, not real women, for being not real. Making the rest of us look good. Thank you, porn <clears throat> stars. Is that yeah. what you're saying? <laughs> Thank you. All the porn stars in the show. And can I just give a shout out to all the amazing porn stars on this network? Because I know a number of them personally. They are fantastic people. I am very pro, well, obviously I'm very pro-pornography. Who's not pro-pornography, right? Um, Maybe Ted Cruz. Maybe Ted Cruz. <laughs> Oops. I bet, I bet he loves it, really. They just don't talk about it. The people who are pro, who are con, just they watch it in private. 
I like to watch mine in public. <laughs> mix it up. Yeah. <laughs> mix it up, exactly. Uh, so this will be very sex positive and, uh, and, and pro all the, all the fun, uh, dirty, nasty areas of life. I kind of like the idea of taking a conscious and uh, conscious approach. And by conscious, I use the word conscious to avoid the word spiritual because the word spiritual has a lot of, a, uh, uh, ch- uh, I guess, just charge around it. Attachment. Uh, yeah. And it's it, people make it into a lot of things that it's not. And sometimes it is those things, but this being my area of expertise, I see a lot of people who are just doing it wrong. Or thoughtful. I think thoughtful is another. Yeah, word. considering. Yeah. yeah. Mindful. Mindful. Mindful is a great word. Um, so we'll use those, but don't let the, you know, the sort of terminology turn you off. Our idea is very, very much to turn you on. And uh, we, we want to take. <gasps> You we want to take uh, and I, what I really want for this space to be is a is a place where you can um, you can ask questions. Basically, I'm available on Twitter at Domini Drew. Um, Domini is my first name. It is actually my real name. It is D O M I N E Y, and Drew is my last name. D R E W, and I am at Domini Drew on Twitter. So if you have a question, um, please feel free to uh, to post it there. And if you um, would rather keep it confidential than just send me a a little direct message there on the little Twitter birdie thing. DM. Yeah, thank you. I'm excellent at social media. <laughs> in case you haven't gotten that yet, I also learned you how to said, plug you said things the right in. Word. Yeah, direct I, yeah, message. They did. Yeah. See, yeah. see, I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. I'm fine. So, uh, so yeah. So don't be shy to ask questions. This is this is kind of a space where you. Um, you know, we're, we've got a lot of shit we're going to talk about anyway, and obviously we're going to blow your minds because we're going to be fucking amazing. Um, but if you have something specific that you want to 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 ask about or whatever our topic of the day is, and you have, you know, an experience you want to share, then please feel free because this is, I really kind of want to make this your space. So, um, uh, we we talked earlier, uh, Josh and I, about, you know, what kind of questions we're, we're, we wanted to encourage you guys to ask. And... <laughs> I didn't think I needed to say this, but to be clear, like you can ask questions about me personally and my sex life, but they probably won't get answered on the air. <laughs> so this is really about your experiences, sex in general, and I and but really anything. I mean, it can be just life in general, but it can also be specific to sex, intimacy, you know, relationships, men, women, attraction, lust, all that, all that good shit. All the good stuff. All the good stuff. I really, really gravitate in my life toward the rich, like Maybe a little dirty, <laughs> but but generally just the the richer areas of life. Lurid comes to mind. Lurid, good word, right? That's a good one. I really like licentious. Oh, lascivious, lascivious, yeah. licentious, and lascivious. I learned at the same time. Do you want to try and define those? Whew. Oh, oh yeah, put me on the spot. I am Lasc- ah, lascivious. I think is probably. Something like illicit almost. Like yeah. It's like that kind of. They're also like super similar. It's like innate and inherent. It's like there's a difference, but it's so subtle. You, they're almost. Yeah. I don't know that I licentious. I know exactly. The lascivious to me, and please Google it and be correct, but my definition in my head, at least what comes up is, yeah, kind of. Whoa, else. whoa, whoa. We can't put what's in your head on the air. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I should have been clearer. That is not. That's not part of the same. That's a no fly zone. Like, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, you do not want to see in there. Like it is. Ooh. Uh, it's very fun. I have to say, it's very fun. <laughs> I enjoy it. I'm sorry, I, I interrupted you. Please continue. Oh no, lascivious, lascivious versus licentious. Yeah, I just it has like an illicit kind of feel yeah. to it. So something that slightly taboo, a little bit, you know, just 
Has you're wetting your appetite with yes, yes. I want to wet your appetite. <laughs> I can see you shiver. <laughs> We're just gonna be wetting shit a lot. And I'm gonna, always gonna say wet, wet, because I think it maybe is supposed to actually be pronounced wet, but it just it sounds. I love that you wet, wet, wet. We are wetting things. All right, can you look up the definition of those two uh, of those two words so we I'd can actually learn how to sound like we're smart? First. We are super overeducated and bored. So speak for yourself. That- I have no education. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we just think we're really smart. Um, so for the so let me just give you logistics first. So Twitter at Dominique Drew. Feel free to sign in and um and and send any thoughts that you have. Uh, our phone number is also. Uh, 708-793-7769. And <clears throat> it's actually 708-79-DSR for Demon Seed Radio 69. So, of course it is. Of course it is. We're on the Demon Spooge Network. Demon, <laughs> Demon Spooge. <laughs> it's the best spooge of all. <laughs> what you got? Uh, so licentious is first definition on the Google A is promiscuous and unprincipled in Ooh. sexual manners, which I think might need to be like, I need, if it's, it's probably already taken, but I want that Twitter handle now. Oh, that's so good. Well, so actually, now that I said that on air, somebody else has got it. Probably. But, but still. You should, you should like lock that shit down right now. <laughs> that's brilliant. Promiscuous and unprincipled. In so that's what the show is going to be. It's going to be promiscuous and unprincipled. <laughs> that's so, what the rest of the network is. But what I'm really interested in, I really, I love those. I like the promiscuity. I like the, the, yeah, that, the the edgy the edgy areas, but I want to come at it with uh, you know, with with thought, with consideration. Yes, I want to come. Yeah, God, I'm coming at it. I think I that now every it. every time I say, "Oh, did you come across this?" I have to like bite my tongue. It's it's really it's terrible. Th- thankfully, we're not like we don't have any laugh tracks or like we're not going to turn this into Telemundo. <laughs> it's because nobody thinks we're funny. That's why there's no laugh tracks. <laughs> we actually well, couldn't you have, even get the audience. Yeah, you have genuine laugh track. <laughs> They could just not match them up like they do on um, what's the uh, what's the seventies cartoon the Scooby Doo. Oh, Scooby Doo! Yeah, they did the laugh tracks never lined up with the joke. Oh, really? It's awesome. Well, or uh, the joke that I thought was funny. Right? Maybe you were just. Maybe I was just getting some rubber, some Scooby snacks, smoking <laughs> some sne- Scooby snacks. So, so, uh, so that's what this is going to be about. Um, feel free to. Come call in, ask your questions, um, and then if you, you know, if you have random questions about, well, random questions about life, or you're actually genuinely interested, spirituality, healing, therapy, you know, you you had this this experience. What I deal with in my work is life patterns. So, you know, a guy has <clears throat> some, you know, the is every relationship he gets in ends up being the same. You know, he gets in a certain um, cyclical, de- cyclical, yeah, exactly. Um, you get in a certain amount of time and then you get bored or you're in, you, you find the woman of your dreams and she cheats on you. You know, it's like every single, and people have these, these patterns. Um, and basically I help you, you know, help people figure out where those patterns come from. So there's, there's a big therapeutic element to this. Um, and that's, that's really the invitation is, is to, to see yourself and to, um, to, to learn some, learn some shit about yourself. Yeah. Self-exploration is always good. Yeah, it really is. It's really always good. <laughs> that is the profoundly true statement. So, um, so I'm opening myself up as a resource. So um, feel free to take advantage of that. Stop it. 
Stop I didn't it. even say anything. It's too easy. You you actually that was all you. Uh, the other thing the other thing is that I'm really expecting that uh, the show will evolve. This is our first show, um, where you know we we have a great show for you, and we're like really excited about it. And also like things may change. So if there's you know if there are elements that you want to see more of, if you have specific questions, if you want us to talk about Tinder, or you you know this this is going to evolve. So be prepared for that. It may not look Tinder, the same. Swipe right. What's that? So if you want us to talk about Tinder, swipe right. <laughs> is that right? Wait. Left, left, left. <laughs> Only swipe right for me. Okay. No. Yeah. Right is, yeah, right. Right, yeah. Right, of course. So. Right. Mm-hmm. Wait. That's correct. I'm not sure what happened. But I think we're accurate. Where are we? Yes, <laughs> where are we? What day is it? <laughs> yeah, I got the month wrong earlier today. So <laughs> if that gives you any kind of idea of what kind of show this is going to be. It that's does. It, it yeah. does. Set the tone. Set, set, set the tone. Exactly. I'm set setting expectations. <clears throat> so, uh, so the show is likely to evolve. Um, I'm definitely not going for perfection here. Um, definitely interested in feedback. You know, but even so, like, we'll I'll figure out what works and what interests me. And if I don't hear anything from you, then uh, screw all of y'all. I'm just gonna entertain myself up here for an hour, which is generally pretty entertaining to other people. Um, so don't be shy. I want to hear from you. Bring it on. Uh, anything else you want to say about that? No, just it's a, it is a safe container. Obviously, everything will be you know, privacy will be respected. Yeah, and you know, if there's something that you want, like you never didn't want to one wanted to answer to, but never had a venue to get that answered, especially with intimacy and sex. Miss Dominique Drew is amazing, and she has probably heard of it. Nothing is probably too taboo or uh, you know weird or. Whatever, licentious. <laughs> Overly her. licentious? Overly oh. licentious. Um, voluptuously licentious. Oh, I like where you're going with this. <laughs> this is great. Um, so she can definitely give you some perspective and yeah, just let us know. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Oh, a little shout out there. Um, yeah, absolutely. We're both uh, both experienced in what's called process work, which is <clears throat> just like it, it, therapy, but intensive. And more fun and more geared towards the good shit. Because honestly, like, I don't, you know, I avoid the word therapy. I don't usually use it. I probably use it more in the last 10 minutes than I, I have in ages. But uh, it's, you know, it's people sort of think, oh, it's for, it's for crazy people or it's for if your life is falling apart. Here, here is when therapy is good for you. If there is ever a moment when your life could be better, <laughs> that's what you go to therapy for. I have people come to me who are completely happy in like nearly every area of their life. But it's like, boy, they could boy, I could just, I could, I could have better sex, you know? Well, Lewis Howes is a, um, he's the school of greatness. He talks about men. He's got a new book coming out and he's talking about men basically starting to have a conversation around emotions. And, you know, men are very used to, to culturally conditioning their bodies. Why would you not condition your, you know, at least your mindset, if you can't get home behind like your emotions, condition your mindset, you know, improve your life every day through, you know, through mindfulness. If I, I agree, spirituality and a lot of other words are loaded and have, mm-hmm. you know, connotation and baggage that brings with them. But from a male perspective, like I want to get better every day. So especially with my relationships, um, especially in, you know, my business and all of that stuff, it comes out of your psyche or, your ego or whatever, you know, whatever term that you want to use to define your emotional state. And I think that it's really important to at least 
<laughs> I know introspection is scary, but it's something that, you know, if you're going to do some big uh, climb or just anything that is a physical thing, you prepare yourself. So why, and, and it's scary starting off any endeavor physically, you know, any goal that you set and you're going to, there's going to be a lot of training, all that stuff takes time, takes work. And I think that you're going to have best results if you, you know, actually practice stuff. So I think, I, I think I'm going on down too far of a tangent, but you, you get what I'm saying is that yeah. from a male perspective, why would you not train your, your emotional side and your mindset side the same way that you train your body? Yeah. And this is really about, you know, living the life that you want to lead. It's not about being like, I don't know, I guess for many years, I thought spirituality was just sounded super, super fucking boring. I mean, I still do. And people talk about like enlightenment and like, oh, like just inner peace. And I'm just like, that's, and, and that's like a totally legitimate form of, of spirituality. It just bores me to freaking tears. And it's not mine. That's not what I want to be more spiritual for. I want like, you know, the, the type of connection with a person that, you know, just makes me forget that I'm in a physical body. You know, I want passion for days. I want, you know, life force and that sex and, and you know, not even just orgasm, but like passion in my life. You know, that's, that's really, really important to me. So like, I don't know if when you hear spirituality, you sort of start, start snoozing or like, okay, it's meditation. Like meditation is epic. Meditation could... <laughs> <laughs> arguably solve all the world's problems. It is, it is literally that powerful. Um, and literally all you're doing is watching yourself. You're just becoming aware of what you're doing um, that you don't realize you're doing. And that's a really, really, um, it's a really powerful thing. Indeed. Yeah. I, I just did some breath work uh, and it was kind of the, the culmination of it was basically what, well, so I had a, a profoundly uh, what's the word for it? Mindful state at the end. Like I would assume that people who meditate for, you know, years get, cause I had, I was conscious, but I had none of the, the, the running dialogue that I tend to, you know, can't get away from when I try to meditate. So, and the, the person that was guiding it said it was, is basically breath work gets, um, gets kind of a bad rap because people that meditate call it cheating. So uh, yeah, awareness, self-awareness. I mean, just that in itself, you know, would, that to me is, is something to be strived after. Uh, funny fact about, um, about breathwork. <clears throat> breathwork was actually uh, created by uh, Dr. Leary, Timothy Leary, mm -hmm. after uh, LSD was... Um, was made illegal, he actually created breathwork to mimic its effects. Well, and I, I am profoundly kind of uneducated about this, so please correct me if I'm wrong, but there, there was, there's, a, there's definitely shadowings in all kinds of Aboriginal like practices as well. And, and it was a very transcendental type of, it was a trippy Hmm. trippy thing and yeah. it was in in one of the most intense experiences i've had you know <laughs> whether it was drug induced or not it was just one of the most intense experiences i've had in my life recently and it was it was very profound and tangible so i think yeah. to kind of speak to your point about spirituality and the fact that oftentimes it's perceived as boring or just to me that 
the thing that I tend to um, hear with myself anyways, is that, yeah, it's, it's just kind of this ethereal kind of intangible, like does, it's not relatable to me. So when Dominic talks about process work, was results oriented. Like I, I don't want to, yes. I don't want to, you know, and I think that's from a male perspective where efficiency is, seems to be a very common theme. Yeah. yeah and like, from mine too. Like, this is crazy. What are we doing here? Right. Right. Yeah. I don't, I, the idea of going to a quote unquote therapist and, you know, talking about your problems for uh, ad nauseum seems terrible. Like I'd rather take a swift kick to the testicles, you know, that's <laughs> like, because you're not really, I mean, you're bringing up uncomfortable, painful shit. And the perception is at least from, you know, kind of that Hollywood in therapy kind of scenario, you just do it. You just keep doing that. And you're like, and you never get over it. Whereas process work that, you know, I've done that Dominique's involved with is results oriented. I mean, that's what her whole radical intimacy problem or program is yeah. to get you past the problem. Yeah. Cause if it's, if you're not, if your life's not getting better and I mean from like a few sessions in, or at least shit's changing because to be fair, like things can go, you know, you know, things can get worse. Um, but that's part of the process. But that's part of the process because you're moving the old shit. So the reason why, you know, you're, you, you get in a pattern, okay, like every woman I date um, leaves me or I can never get the woman that I want. You know, that's a really common one. So, okay, you can never get the, the woman you want. And I'm, I'm going to talk, you know, in a minute about like exactly why that, why that happens. But like, you know, the, there's, a whole, <laughs> there's a whole paradigm through which you're seeing the world um, and, and you're, you're, you're thinking it's reality because it looks and smells and feels like reality, to be fair. Um, mm, smells like reality. Mm, reality smell. It's probably like a New York elevator or something that's kind of like a little bit of urine, <laughs> <laughs> some takeout food. Like, that's what reality, like, that's what that conjures up. <laughs> I'm glad that that's your impression of New York because that's actually my impression of New York. And I love New York. My brother lives in New York. and I adore it. I love it for about four days and then I got to get <laughs> the hell out before I kill someone. As long as I could get away, I think I could actually live in New York. I love it that much. So. I may, I may. Although I only, you know, I'll be, I only go up, I don't live in New York. I've only gone up there on vacation. Yeah. Doing all the and fun it's great shit. on vacation. Yeah, I'm doing all the fun shit. So I might, I might get real old after a while. I'd like to go up there and teach, um, go up there and maybe teach some retreats or some, some workshops at conventions or something. Forget about it. I love <laughs> Thank you for that contribution. <laughs> How do I mute your mic? How does that? No? All right. <laughs> Just sniff the cord. <laughs> sniff, sniff. Um, so anyway, so, you know, you, you have all these life experiences and you build upon a, a, a foundation, you know, like a house. And if, if you want to change your life, what's happening, then, you know, you got you to gotta crack that foundation. You got to rock it. Basically, it feels, it can sometimes feel like your world's falling apart a little bit, but boy, do you get what you want afterwards, you know? It's totally worth it. <clears throat> um, so, so let's talk about that in just a minute. You all right? Oh, yeah. You can, uh, uh, should be able to sign on in there. Um, yeah, sorry, I didn't have a, I was just pointing out that I needed to check out Twitter. Um, so, I wanted to talk to, uh, today about attraction. Um, attraction is one of my absolute favorite topics. And, um, and it's more, you know, with attraction, like the way I work with it, it's, it's men being attracted to women. I also specialize in working with men. <clears throat> I realized I didn't, I didn't, uh, 
mentioned that before. Um, I specialize in working with men. I will work with women, but I, I tend to to gear my my program towards men. Um, it's just, you know, way more interesting and way more efficient. Oh, that was a story I want to tell. Hang on. I'll come back to attraction in just a second. Um, uh, the, the therapy being effective. I had a client come in. This is several years ago. <clears throat> I had a client come in, sit down on my couch and say, he goes, uh, he goes, yeah, you know, I, I went to a therapist for a while for maybe about two years or so, but I just, I didn't really notice, you know, any difference. And so I stopped. And I was like, I'm sorry, what? You went, you spent money and went every week to an office weekly for two years without seeing any results? Like, that's, uh, hmm, no, nope. Okay, a lot of myths about therapy are going to be dispelled on this show because that's crazy talk. Uh, If you don't feel some sort of a shift within... I mean, max three sessions with a, a person, then it's not your person. If you don't feel safe with that person, that's not your person. You need to feel great. Like when guys start talking to me about, and they're like, you know, is it like, is it okay if we talk about sex? And I'm like, fuck yeah. Yeah, we're going to talk about sex. We're going to talk about everything, whatever it is you want to talk about. But like the space is open, you know? Or the space needs to be open. Oh, the space needs to be open. I hold the space fucking open. I like creating a safe space where you can just, Bring out your dark side because that is where all the juicy goodness is. Your big throbbing dark side. Big throbbing. <laughs> <laughs> That's the sound it makes. <laughs> I hope not. It seems like you should go to a doctor. <laughs> By the way, this is not a medical show. Uh, we have no medical expertise and anything we tell you to do is a terrible idea. Don't do it. But only when it comes to shit like that. Anything like spiritual or consciousness, like we're totally good. We're very comfortable. Indeed. Yeah. Um, so, so attraction. Uh, give me your initial thought on attraction, Josh. What's your favorite thing about it? Well, I guess it depends on what we're talking about, either relationships. I guess it's really a broad spectrum, but when you're talking to relationships, it seems like, at least with myself, definitely resonates when you talk about cyclical things like mm. i can see uh commonalities in my relationships so I, I think that that's really important to to or that goes hand in hand when i talk when you talk about attraction um when you're talking about i would like to explore kind of like it's interesting to me why you would be attracted to that mm. that to me is the more interesting topic that is one of my favorite questions yep so, because obviously, you know, you don't, <laughs> it, it would be very odd exchange if you went into a relationship talking about, let's, let's basically call it your baggage. That seems to be mm-hmm. a pretty relatable term. Like, hey, do you have this issue? Yeah, I've got that baggage. Sweet. Okay. You know, that, that dovetails nicely into my, you know, abandonment issues. So, <laughs> yes. you know, and that's effectively kind of, it seems like what, what we end up with. So obviously we don't go into relationships like that. It is fascinating to me that that we manage to find those people or in in, in this case attract using that terminology. That exact Yeah, so that's a great intro. So so what he's talking about is <clears throat> that um we all carry 
so 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 the so the the fundamental aspect of attraction, and we'll keep it between men and women, but it's really it's literally attraction. Like, have you ever heard of like the secret um, and all that type of stuff? Don't get me on my secret rant, but um, law of attraction, law of attraction, um, is is literally like how to bring into your life what you want. And a lot of times, it sounds like total fantasy. Um, and I actually teach people how to do it on some level. And, and really, what it is is you're not. It's not about like magicking something into your life. It's about um, learning to stop blocking yourself from the shit that you want. <laughs> so you already want what you want. Most people know what they want. It may take them a while to sort of find it or like dig down. My myself being one of those people, um, but it, it's in there. There is there is passion and drive and desire in you. Um, That's what she said. <laughs> You're fired. <laughs> okay. See you next week. <laughs> Damn it. Um, so, so the attraction thing is, is really about sort of, you know, getting what you want. It's just about getting what you want. Let's just drop all the fancy fucking terms. It has nothing to do with anything. I mean, they're accurate and they're, they're useful and they're brilliant. But like the gist of it is, is there anything that you want in life that you don't have? You know, that million dollars that you'd like to earn, that, you know, smoking hottie who rocks your world that you'd like to meet. It's like, this is, this is what I do. This is, this is about, you know, learning to get what you want. Because if those are things that you genuinely want and you don't have them, then I, I hate to break it to you, sugar, but the only thing blocking you is you. That is absolutely the fact. Yeah, I'm, I don't profess to be an expert in the law of attraction, but the, the things that resonate with me around that <clears throat> methodology is is removing the counter intentions because that seems, um, seems again, kind of results oriented. You know, there's, what is it? Thought with plans without action or thought without action is, is useless kind of thing. But, um, oftentimes, at least in my own life, I've seen that I am, I am the roadblock, my mindset, my belief, my, my actions because, and, and they stem out of that obviously belief system. Um, or what I believe is going to happen happens, and it's a self fulfilling prophecy. So, like I said, I think removing the counter intentions is the kind of the linchpin in what most people perceive, or why most people perceive the law of attraction as just like fluff, essentially. Yeah, I heard that the, the it, I I don't really want to hear your secret rant, but <laughs> I heard that um the secret movie was the intention was to introduce the concept and not teach the the whole methodology. So that kind of reframes because I think everybody yeah just expected to sit around and visualize a million dollars and then right. a pallet back truck backs up and drops it on your doorstep. <laughs> right. Um which interestingly and this is part of the rant if you get out of your own way and that's actually what you want, that, that, that will actually happen. That, that's the frustrating part is that it teaches, it teaches accurate concepts. Is, is, that, is that a true thing about the universe? Yes, that's a true thing about the universe. Great. The problem is it's so oversimplified. And that's actually the end of the rant. It's just, that's the only thing I feel about it. It's, it is fundamentally um, accurate, but, it's, um, but it's, it's very oversimplified because there's a lot more to it. It's not just like, oh, this thing that I want. Okay, because there's different kinds of wanting, right? Um, there's there's a concept that they totally skip over called negative pleasure, which is the, the the rush that you get out of doing the shit that doesn't serve you and isn't good for you. So if I go, oh, what do you want? And you go, oh yeah, I want to date a supermodel. Okay, well we dig down a little bit. Maybe you don't actually want to date a supermodel. Maybe you actually just you know you want someone who's 
who is super attractive to you, or maybe you want a status symbol, in which case a car is way lower maintenance. You know what I mean? What do you really want? Like, let's, let's sort of bring it back down. So if you... So one of the things that happens, you carry around these sort of beliefs in your head, and I promise I'm going to explain this at some point. <laughs> I didn't mean to go into quite this much uh, uh, detail before the sort of basics, but um, you know, you have this 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 thing that you want. You have these beliefs that you carry around. They're holding you back from getting it. And when those beliefs are proven right, it releases endorphins in your brain. It feels a little bit good because you're right, and being right feels good. The problem is, it only feels this good. And what you want is to feel this good because what you really want is you know, whatever it is the genuine want is after that. Does that make sense? Yeah, I've heard it likened to you are getting results right now. You are attracting exactly what you expect, essentially. So, you know, if your life is shit, you are getting the, those exact results. And I think on some level, um, whether you agree with something metaphysical happening or not, that, that that really is something I can tangibly latch on to is that you whatever you believe, you are going to find evidence to support that. So if you believe that life is shit, you're going to look at, you know, every little thing as like, oh, here's another piece. Here's another piece. Right. So I think that if nothing else, the that concept is extremely helpful to internalize because if you believe life is good, then all of a sudden you're, you're you, <clears throat> I've heard it also described as in as it relates to religion and that our brains are set up to identify patterns and right I, that's a survival thing yeah mm-hmm. yeah exactly because essentially to of to avoid dying yeah we're constantly actually to avoid dying yeah, yeah we're taking our stimulus in and going okay based on our database which is really our beliefs mm-hmm. what does this fit in the parameters of like something that's going to kill you so that's where I see <laughs> that's where I see that in the law of attraction to come back to church and circle back. Essentially, we are we're identifying constantly things that support our belief system and our brains are, are really good at identifying patterns. Right. So if you shift the belief, then all of a sudden your really your reality changes because our perception is our reality. Right. And that's why we're talking about your foundation sort of shaking when you start looking at yourself a little bit um, because all that bullshit is stuff that's blocking you up and isn't working. It just isn't working. This town needs an enema. <laughs> that's a quote from the original Batman. And I'll be at one of the best. Oh, okay. It's uh, Jack Nicholson. Oh, yeah, that's the classic. That's why I blew Oh, is he the very first one? Oh, yeah. Somehow I thought he was like the second or third. No, no, no. Him oh, and Michael Keaton. That's good shit. Classic movies. Let's talk about that instead. <laughs> well, I'm sure we, because pretty much every really um, popular, like pop culture type of, of story has archetypes that we could probably t- take That's, apart. Yep. I think actually there's lots of YouTube channels that do just I, that. I imagine so. Actually, that would actually be pretty interesting to watch. Um, but all we can talk about here is sex and women and... You got all breathy when you said How to sex. attract it was women and tantric practices that allow you to have four hour orgasms. I think we just went to a 1 900 number. Oh, look, there's calls coming in. <laughs> yeah. And the phone lines are lighting. Is that all I had to do? Shit. This is a lot easier than I thought. God, I was, I was actually worried about bringing in some actual content. Um, all right. So I kind of want to talk a little bit about what 
we're talking about, <laughs> which may not be clear. And hopefully uh, it is clear, uh, but if not, this should help. So so we're talking about do you patterns. Want, do you want to introduce some metaphors to make this even more ambiguous? Yes, we should, we should just confuse the hell out of everyone and ourselves. <laughs> that would be great. Mission accomplished. <laughs> kind of like the secret. Done okay. and done. <laughs> I'm done for that one. Okay. All right. So, so here's where we start with this. And I, 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 this is one of the questions that I ask in the course, in my course. Um, and that is, <clears throat> imagine for a second, just suspend disbelief for just a minute and imagine that everything in your life as it is, is exactly the way you want it on some level. Oh, I like this. <laughs> so imagine for a second, consider the possibility, even if you know it's not true, just imagine for just a second, every single thing in your life, okay, every relationship you've ever attracted, you actually attracted it. On some level, something about you brought that person into your life. Okay. This is, this is a, a really, really, really important concept, possibly one of the most important concepts, um, you know, kind of like in, in, in human existence. <laughs> not, to, not to overblow my, my stuff here. But <clears throat> if this were not true, okay, if you were able to, to just, you know, if you, were able, if you were able to create what you were getting, if you were able to find out how you create what you're getting, imagine if you were in the driver's seat of that process. If it was conscious. Mm-hmm. If you were consciously able, if you, if, you, if you were able, if you were willing to be brave and look at yourself, and and really consider that you may have attracted these people into your life. A lot of people can can maybe get the wrong impression with that. They can see, oh, so like it's my fault, like it's blame. Okay, which is just like a profoundly human concept. Like that, that's stop it. That's ridiculous. It's not about blame. Think of it this way. Just totally flip that around. If 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 your life is a hundred percent, not ninety nine. 100% your responsibility on some level, then that means that you, it's within your control to change it. Well, you're picking either way. Huh? If, you, if you're choosing to not be in control, then you are making a choice. Absolutely. Choice. And that is what most people are doing in the world right now. <laughs> okay. I, I, ne I never do that. Ever. Bitches are on autopilot. Okay, it is the goddamn matrix outside my window. No, but to, to bring that back, like I think bring it back into that space, there really is an important concept. It is, it is incredibly empowering. If you are 100% responsible for what you attract, then you have all the power. Right. And you can make your life what you want. And for those control freaks out there, and I know no men listening are at all you know, no one has that problem in our gender. So I, I found it, um, I found it to be incredibly empowering. I, it, or using the different, maybe slightly different terminology, it gave me my power back when I realized that concept. And and I set it down all the time. Like I'm not saying that I'm some some totem to this, but just it is 
it is incredibly, it makes me feel powerful mm-hmm. when I view it in that light. Yeah. And if that were the case, then all of a sudden your life is in your damn hands as opposed to just, you know, knocking around where, where the wind blows it. You know, it's called a life by design, you know, as opposed to a life by default. Right. Which is what, what sort of most people do. So I sort of joke, you know, that in, in, in my practice, I take people off of autopilot. I, I, don't, I have no agenda for, for, for people, whether they're sitting in front of me as a client or not. I don't care what you do with your life. You don't have to be, you know, I work with men who are, well, I work with single men specifically um, for the most part um, who are looking for relationships. Um, but I don't think it's better to be in a relationship at all. A lot of people are perfectly happy. If you're perfectly happy, <laughs> then that's great. If there's anything that could be any better, then there's help, you know? Yeah, why don't you, this would be a good way to segue and to plug yourself. Um, <laughs> what? I, was, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> On air? Really? <laughs> On air? <laughs> um, <laughs> also, oh, I'm very subtle. <laughs> yes, yes. That's your middle name. Um no, just give us another elevator pitch on, you know, radical intimacy and what you do so that we can kind of put a little, hopefully a little container on how to, how to, to a, a better venue to where to go. That sounds interesting, Domini. How can I? <laughs> oh, thank you so much for asking, Josh. You can visit my website at subtle too. dominidrew.com. Thank you so much. I think I, I think I was fairly transparent. I did say to plug yourself. Yeah, you're also not <laughs> super subtle. I am not only not subtle, I do not surround, surround myself with subtle people. <laughs> Dude, ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> ain't nobody got time for that shit. Shoot. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. I have uh, skills in other areas. Selling <laughs> Sellings may not be one of them. <laughs> but actually doing the work, boy, that's easy. Um. So a lot of this, this stuff that we're talking about is, is essentially can be wrapped up in the concept of mindset, um, you know, which is, which is really about getting your head on straight and, you know, tuning into the, to the, the parts of your life that are real and adjusting the ones that aren't. For example, um, you know, if, I'm, if I'm, I'm trying to do A and I'm also trying to do to do B and A is a great longing of mine, but B is something that I thought that I should do because my mother told me I should do it. Then, like, you know, it's it it I will have a better life. I will be more me. I will be happier. I will be more enlivened. I will be less stressed. I will be um, more attractive if I drop B because B is a belief system. So let's talk a little bit about what, about what this is because, <clears throat> sorry, were you, saying, were you going to say something? Yeah, I was just going to say, no, I mean, I genuinely mean it. Like get, reiterate that you have a program. Oh yeah, do. right. I do. So I do. I have a, I have a, a two month program um, that you can read about on the, the website on dominiedrew.com. Um, if you want, I have a little video about it, uh, which you can find at dominiedrew.com forward slash hello. Um, <clears throat> And you're welcome to sign in there, you know, listen to the video, send me any questions that you have. Um, and it's, it's a, it's a, it's a very powerful process. If you're, if you're, <laughs> before you, you book a, a free call with me, I actually have a survey that you fill out that asks you what your commitment level is. Um, because this is, you know, it's, it's intense work. Um, and so I tend to make sure people are really, really want to make this change because it's really going to make a change. All right. Do you want it? And I think that sometimes, at least with myself, you know, the 
I'm not afraid per se of failure, especially at this point. I'm not afraid of failure. I'm sometimes afraid of the success. So, yes. You, know, you have to be ready to to make changes, to get what you want. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, getting what you want. That <laughs> can scare the shit out of some people. <laughs> no, I, 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 I don't know what you're talking about. That can absolutely, that's, that's something that, and, and when would it scare the shit out of someone? When it conflicts with something that they believe. If you have a firm belief that you can't have what you want, then you will keep yourself from being successful, period. You are very, you should understand this, you are a wildly powerful being. If you say that you can't do something, you cannot. There is no getting around it. Like, you know that saying, uh, whether you say you can't, or you say you can, or you say you can't, you're right. Henry Ford, right? I actually don't know. Is it? Well, I'm pretty sure. It's pretty sure. I'll, I'll ask the Google. Um, the, so smart. Uh, it's just such a, this is a fairly deep conversation. I wonder if, the, if the, ooh, we have a call. Um, nope, I don't think so. Oh, okay. We're just unable to make... To, to, to use technology. Um, again, other uh, gifts. <laughs> Do what you're good at. <clears throat> oh, yes. The Google A. The Google A. Henry Ford, yeah. If you um, say you can't. And that's really powerful. And I really, I like those little, um, I like when fairly complex, complex concepts like that can be wrapped up so simply, you know. Um, whether you whether you say you can, whether you think, even think, whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. Think, yeah, you're right. It yeah. is, and it is Henry Ford. Oh, well called. Nicely done. Um, so, so I want to talk for just a, a minute and then we can uh, lighten up again, I promise. <laughs> I don't get overly deep uh, about, uh, about how this all happens. So you have these patterns in your life. Maybe you don't even know that you have patterns yet. Um, but if there's anything that you've been consistently unhappy about in your life, that is a pattern. It could be work. It could be money. It could be relationships. It could be sex. It could be um, happiness, like letting yourself be happy. It could be passion. It could be... It's okay if you're crying right now. I am. Thank you. Oh, I was talking to our listener. Oh, sorry. Oh, yeah. I'm listener. not. I'm not. I had something mom, in my eye. Is your mom listening? I had something in my eye. <laughs> it was my finger. I just, I just put it. I just put it in there. Um, sorry. So, I, I totally lightened it before. before. You were trying to be dramatic. <laughs> nobody wants me to be dramatic. Like nobody. Like there's no one on the planet that is just not even something that people want. <laughs> They're going to get it either way. So. <laughs> Here comes some drama, bitches. <laughs> drop it like it's hot. Boom. Truth bomb. Mic drop. Wait, don't, <laughs> don't, 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 don't drop, drop my mic. mic. No, don't do that. Um, <clears throat> so, so how did these happen? So we, so, so we developed these, these beliefs in childhood. Okay. And I'll talk more about this process sort of as we go through. I don't know if we'll do it right now. But, but we have these experiences in childhood. And the and children generalize okay so if one thing happens to them if you know mom goes away on a trip um and the child doesn't know that she's coming back then in the child's mind that actually the the, the way these beliefs are formed is when a, a child has an experience that it believes its life is threatened so <clears throat> for a child or a baby that's not very hard right you leave it alone long enough and it'll die on its own so so Children are easy to kill. <laughs> and the child knows this instinctually, right? A lot of this comes down to, uh, to 
uh, to natural selection and, and the evolution of, of, of humans. Um, and, and so they come down, uh, you know, they, they have this experience, oh, mom left. They don't know whether or not she's coming back. And they may develop a belief at that moment, like, and it'll, depending on the child, it'll sound different. It'll be something like, women can't be trusted. Or, that bitch left me. <laughs> that bitch left me. She gone. <laughs> <laughs> and so she, uh, or, or it could say, you know, people leave. Or, I'm unlovable. You know, these sort of huge, wide, sweeping statements, which are, in no way true. They're total misconceptions. That's not even necessarily what happened. So I'll refer a lot to a a childhood wounding process or a wounding experience. Every child has this. You could have the perfect upbringing in childhood and you will have a a wounding experience, which is basically the sort of moment when you realize that your your parents are kind of imperfect. No. I know. You would never know. <laughs> so we have this kind of realization, but it comes through this like, oh my God, I'm going to die. That's how, that's how the child perceives it. Um, so anyway, so then you, so then you, you have this, this belief and you, you oh my God, people, people leave. Like everyone leaves. Um, or women can't be trusted. And you form that belief. Like as a kid, you form that belief to, to, um, to protect yourself so it never happens again, so that your life is never threatened again. This is like total natural. You see how this is, it, it seems complex and, and it happens in the psyche, but it's actually the same thing. The body protects itself, right? You, 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 you want to survive. I will survive at all costs. Well, it served you at the time. And it absolutely served you at the time, or you thought that it did. Yeah, yeah. You right. You and sometimes they actually do, like, like a coping mechanism, like when you grow up too fast, you know, you're a kid and you had a, something traumatic maybe happen when you were a child and you had to be the adult. Um, and that's, that's, that's very common. And that's, that's a, a skill. It's a gift really. Um, but anyway, so then you grow up with this women can't be trusted. And what happens is you find yourself attracted to people who prove you right to life experiences that prove you right. So you will actually find yourself drawn. This is the attraction part. You not just attraction, like on a spiritual concept, you will want to have sex with women who cannot be trusted, who will treat you this way. Fascinating. It really is. And, and one of the things I've seen this um, acted out in, in real life was I was a police officer for a couple of years. and with, He wasn't, you guys. He was just a stripper. Well, That was just his favorite costume. It was. It was. He showed it to me. It's crotchless. I don't think that's a thing in... North Carolina PD. Well, yeah, you know, there was, I just, I did have the bulletproof, you know, crotch, <laughs> cod piece, the bulletproof cod piece. That I would buy. <laughs> um, so anyways, with, uh, with domestic abuse victims, predominantly women, um, they would, you know, literally almost die in these situations oftentimes. And they would either take, you know, their, the, the abuser back or even if they did somehow extract themselves from a relationship, almost, you know, like 80% plus the time, they would find another abuser. And it would not, you know, they obviously didn't, again, didn't pull people like, hey, are you a domestic abuser when they got together? That was what they were attracted to. So whether you, you know, 
whether you are are attracted to someone or whether you are attracting it, it's semantics, Mm -hmm. in my opinion. They were still picking predators because that felt like love to them. Yeah, and by the way, that predator was also picking prey. Right. You know? And maybe that's not even fair because, I mean, of course, that, that's, that's, that's the extreme part. But by that point, it's more of a predator-prey dynamic. But there's, you know, relationships that are negative in really small ways. You know, women who are like kind of dominant, not in a healthy way, you know, that want to have control over their men, you know, or, or always want to be right. Or, you know, every time you say that you want to go out with your guys, she gives you shit about it. It's like, if you're not allowed to be who you are, you know, and, and she needs to be who, who she is. And then you come together and you complement each other. But, but the people that you're attracted to, and we're going to come back to this, I imagine, probably a lot. People you're, you're attracted to are intentional on some level. You know, there is something that is attractive to you about them. And, and, and part of that is their gifts and part of that is their issues. You know, if, you're, if you are a very selfish person, then you will attract people who are selfish, who are selfless. Because two selfish people together generally, um, you know, it's not fun. I want it to be all about me. Why are you making it all about you? (laughs) Right? Whereas if I don't want it to be about me, and a lot of people do not, you know, they want to hide. They they don't want to be on stage. They don't want to be seen. Um, You know, people who are introverted or shy or just, that's just not their interest, then great. Then they be, they may, they may work better with someone who's got a, a, a bigger energy field, bigger personality, a louder voice, you know? Yeah, that's what they will be. That's what they'll attract. Yeah. So it's really fascinating. Um, it's a really fascinating topic. It's one of my favorites. And here's why it's one of my favorites. It's one of my favorites because we get to talk about sex and I like talking about sex. But it's also one of my favorites because attraction is 100% authentic. Hmm. Think about that. There's no, there's no faking attraction right? You can't pretend that it's not there when it is. You can't pretend it's there when it's not. So you've, you've always got this, this sort of meter of, of what's real and what isn't. If you're just like, oh yeah, this, <clears throat> this, uh, yeah, I just met this woman and she seems great in every single way and she's everything I always said that I wanted. But like, you don't really want to tear her clothes off. Or you do, but it's kind of just because you want to have sex and it's not because of her. Um, things like that, then that's really that's really powerful. That's that's your body talking to you. Because if you're, you know, you, you can you can feel that attraction. It's it's, it's visceral. Hmm. That's very fascinating. I, I, I especially the point where. I think you mentioned she is everything you want, but all you like, all you care about is physical mm-hmm. parts. Um, I think that's interesting too to have nuances within that. And I think in oh, yeah. in long term relationships, especially too, that might be why you have ebbs and flows in attraction, sexual attraction. Mm-hmm. I guess is what I'm talking about specifically. Like they're not if they're not fulfilling that pattern or that that you know that thing that you belief system yeah essentially i could see that because there's times when you can be almost obsessively attracted to people and in even in a long-term relationship yeah sexually specifically i think i'm thinking of in this case but i mean it could be anything yeah and but that will 
there's definite ebbs and flows, at least in my experience. So it seems like there that could play into it. Like the fact that they're not, you know, scratching your proverbial, uh, you know, yeah. do go on. Yeah. <laughs> well, scratching your proverbial, uh, <laughs> your, your proverbial, um, that's what he calls it. I know, belief, belief, <laughs> belief system. Oh, it's true, but it's true. I mean, if, if I have an issue, that issue doesn't bother you. I mean, when you like a person, when you are attracted to a person, you're attracted to their gifts, you're attracted to their issues, their issues don't bother you or they fulfill yours. Right. You know, so there's all these elements. And yeah, let's say you were, you guys had fantastic sex in the very beginning. There's so many reasons why it could fall off. Um, people have, I just posted about this, I think. I, people have this conception um, that if, if, it's, if it's true love, the sex will be epic and it'll be epic right away and it'll be epic forever. And that's a really, really, really dangerous myth. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, there's a lot of a lot of really intelligent, smarter than me people out there that that are basically yelling that that we're expecting yes this this kind of concept of the nuclear family type of relationship. We're expecting so incredibly much out of our primary relationship. Yeah, and that's yeah. You need to be my everything. Yeah. Exactly. You're not only my only one, you're my everything. Right. And that's a huge amount of pressure. And pressure has a huge amount to do with, with you know, impotence or, or guys not enjoying sex or not being able to perform. And we're going to talk a lot about that as well because um, be, because that's something that, that men struggle with a lot. They feel like they should be virile all the time. They should be ready all the time. And like, fact of the matter is, you know, that, that may not be the case. And there's a hundred totally great, totally fine reasons why that may not be the case. So let's tie this up in a little bow because we're running out of time here. But it's been great talking to you, Domini. And yeah, pleasure's all mine. Thank you so much for joining me. Uh, guys, this has been a great show. We're going to wrap it up here. We've got a lot of material for you for our next few shows. We're really excited. I hope you'll tune in again and uh, send your information at Domini Drew to Twitter. Not your information, like your contact information, but <laughs> any, any input that you have about the show or things that you want to see. We're going to go over Tinder accounts. We're going to talk about online dating. We're going to get into the nitty gritty. Uh, so thank you guys so much for tuning in. And we've loved having you and we will be on shortly. If you want any more information, uh, feel free to stop by DominiDrew.com. All right. Thanks so much, guys. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining me for this episode of The Art of Attraction. This is Domini Drew signing off and reminding you that if you love this podcast, please hit that subscribe button, rate us five stars, and most importantly, share this episode with someone you know needs to hear it. See you next time.